Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week, I pledge a grievance to the flag. Christian brings the case against his wife, Corinne. They're both big fans of a university sports team, and they aren't afraid to show their spirit. Christian wants to fly their team's flag outside their house on game days, but Corinne says that's one step too far. Who's right? Who's wrong? Only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters and presents the obscure cultural reference. I've had years of cramped up city life trapped like a duck in a pen. All I know is it's a pity life can't be simple again. Jesse Thorne, swear him in. Please rise and raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God or whatever? I do. I do. Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling, despite the fact that while he captained several college sports teams, it was as a non-scholarship Division Three player? I do. I do. <laughs> Very well. Judge Hodgman? I actually, Jesse, always dreamed that I, that I could be small enough to be the coxswain on a, on a crew show. <laughs> to be the... Do you know? Because that seemed like if, if there were any sport... That I could be involved in. First of all, it would be it would be it would be one where I would not have to do any physical activity whatsoever. <laughs> I just love the idea of yelling at the sportsman all day long, just like do this, do this, and I get a little thing, and I'd get a free ride. I feel like the dream of being a coxswain on a college crew team is like the ultimate dream of the preppy Dorcas. <laughs> yeah, well, you're well, welcome welcome to my life. And I, I, and I apologize for, for mispronouncing it. I should have said Coxwain. Coxwain is the correct pronunciation. But now, Christian and Corinne, you may be seated for an immediate summary judgment in one of yours favors. Christian, I bet you know the piece of culture that I was referencing. I'm just wondering whether you can bring yourself to say it. Oh, it's like big time pressure. I'm going to blame nerves because I could not identify it. No. Phew. Corinne, can you? Can I? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you name the piece of culture that I quoted as I entered the courtroom? I'm, I'm sorry. No. What is the final lyric of a song? Uh, oh, is it Sweet Home Alabama? Do you have it now? <laughs> No, it is. It is absolutely not Sweet Home <laughs> okay. Alabama. Okay, that's why I didn't recognize it. All right. <laughs> and how would you know anyway? You, you are not from Alabama. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. I only went to school there, right. graduate school. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. Very well. We'll get we'll get to all those details in just a mo. All right. How would you feel if I went on to the to quote the rest of the song? Rocky Top, you'll always be <laughs> home sweet home to me. Good old Rocky Top, Rocky Top, Tennessee, Rocky Top, Tennessee. How does that make you feel, fan of the Alabama Crimson Tide? It makes me feel deep disgust. <laughs> yeah, I bet it does because that that is the that is the running and kicking team that you don't like. That is absolutely correct. In fact, I I credit my fandom to Alabama sports. Besides my having attended there to having gone to a Alabama-Tennessee game in Knoxville and, oh boy. The, and the fans having in Knoxville having treated me very poorly. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, we won, did they so yell it was fine. At you? Oh, did they? But did they? Oh, they, right. Okay. So they were the ones who were crying. You know, guys, here's the thing. I'm just going to premise this by saying I don't like sports. <laughs> 
And that's fine. I, I like people who like sports. There's sometimes I'll enjoy a sports. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'll enjoy a baseball game or whatever. Football I do not understand, but that's it's not my thing. I'm not a big fan of concussive sports necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. That's it. Like I made a joke about sports on on Twitter because there was some some football game was happening one afternoon and it was just totally taken over my Twitter feed. <laughs> And I said something on Twitter like, oh, is sports happening? Is the team you love scoring point goals? <laughs> if they win this game, will they finally bring you peace inside or something like that? Just something run of the mill. You know what I mean? And a whole bunch of people are like, oh, John Hodgman is making jokes about sports. Boo-hoo. <laughs> They're like, people were really upset about it. It's like, yeah, why don't you let us enjoy an enjoyable thing? And a couple of people were like, yeah, John Hodgman was clearly beaten up. By by jocks as a as a young nerd, I hope he gets over it someday. It's like there's nothing wrong. This is I like sports fine. What I don't like is people saying that I have to have suffered some trauma or in other ways be abnormal to not care about sports. It is perfectly normal, as I have said in public many a time. I don't ask jocks to name their favorite Doctor Who. You know, I, it's not their thing. This isn't my thing. Sports isn't my thing. Christian, I'm glad it's your thing. But it's very curious because uh, your thing specifically is Alabama football, but you are from Canada. Is that not correct? That is correct. And I'd also like to, to go on the record as saying that sports was not a, ever really a big thing for me until I went to the University of Alabama. Right. There you have to love sports or else they're going to murder you. <laughs> as I learned, as I learned when I performed with friend of the podcast Jason Sims in Birmingham, Alabama... And Rocky Top happens to be a song that I close my comedy set with because I tell a story in which that is a factor. And in most states of the union, this is perfectly fine. But in Alabama, when I said I was going to sing Rocky Top, everyone's like, no, don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> because the, because the, uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide, I happen to know, has two main rivals, one of which uh, the, the most dreaded rival, would you not agree, sir, is Auburn University? Well, there's a very famous YouTube video I recommend everyone listen to uh, or see where uh, an Alabama student says that we we dislike Auburn, but we hate Tennessee. Oh, OK. I thought it was I thought Tennessee was sort of second rate in your in your arbitrary <laughs> sports hatred to Auburn. But I guess I got it wrong. Well, only because anyway, Tennessee, I, sorry, John, only because Tennessee's down right now. Oh, OK. I got you. You want to <laughs> kick him. <laughs> I look forward to learning how a night... Where are you from in Canada? What province, sir? Uh, I'm from Ontario. From Ontario? Okay. I would like to know how a nice Ontario boy moved to Alabama and became a Crimson Tide fan. Let's get right into that right now. What happened in your life? How did this happen to you, sir? And, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for it. That's quite all right. I... Um, I I, my parents were probably mainly to blame growing up. Uh, my parents were obsessed particularly with the Civil War, but kind of the South in general. Um, my mom had gone with the wind four times in a row when she was a teenager. And uh, in, in Ontario. In Ontario. Oh, yeah. They, she's from Ontario, too. Um, and I, growing up became very interested in particularly civil war history. Uh, and I went to undergrad. I majored in history was one of my double majors, 
but I, I focused mainly on actually Roman history. Uh, but then when I got near the end of my studies, my major advisor said that there's really no jobs in that field. And so if I had a second choice, if I wanted to be a historian, what would I be or what would I choose? And I said, U.S. history. So I ended mm-hmm. up applying to, unsurprisingly, Southern schools because that had always been the kind of focus in my family. And uh, there was a professor at Alabama I wanted to work with. Uh, Alabama also very generously offered me uh, an assistantship. Right. I don't need, I don't, you're giving me too much information. All, all it is is that you, you're, a, you're an Ontario boy who grew up in a family that fetishized the American South. Correct. And so you moved to Alabama and you became a Crimson Tide fan and you're and, and to get a degree in U.S. history. Corinne? Yes. You're married to this guy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you are also a Canadian? Yes. Are you an, an Ontarian? Yes. And do you care about American football? Uh, yes. All right. So what is the beef between, the, between you two? It has to do with the flag. Is that not right? Correct. Corinne, why don't you explain? Um... Well, I, I mean, I do enjoy Alabama football. Um, I've been a college sport fan, and since Christian went to the University of Alabama, it was nice to actually finally have a team to root for. Um, however, we just bought our first home finally, which has been a long road for us. And when we bought the home, all of a sudden I heard about how Christian decided that he wanted a flag um, out in front of our home, um, to announce specifically an Alabama Crimson Tide correct, flag. Specifically announcing uh-huh. his allegiance to Alabama. Um, and and, and where I, do you live? Uh, where what part of Alabama do you live in? Well, see, that's the thing. We don't live in Alabama. We live in. Oh, you don't? No, we live in Illinois. Um, oh, okay. So we are. Um, not even in SEC territory. You're making reference to the Security and Exchange Commission? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, sorry, that was definitely not... It's outside it was, of my wheelhouse. Yes, a little bit. Sorry. Um, All right, that's fine. So he wants to wave this flag, and you do not want to wave the flag because you do not want to be murdered by, <laughs> I don't know what sports team, the Fighting Illini. Are they up there? They, That's correct. Well, well done. Well done. Yeah. Um. You know, I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts. They had to pound some stuff into my head. <laughs> some sports things were pounded into my poor brain. All right. Well, and my problem is more, I mean, you know, I walk around on game day with my Alabama clothing, and I actually, you know, I have a script A, the Alabama logo on my car, which I put on voluntarily. Um, but this is our first home, um, and I don't feel that it's necessary to, in our lovely subdivision, put out a flag with allegiance to our sports team. Why is it, why is it unnecessary? Or let me put it this way. Why... Why is it inappropriate? Well, I I want to use the word tacky. I mean, we have a really nice home, and I just would like to keep it that way. What would you rather be on the flag? Like a beautiful floral arrangement? Uh, nothing, actually. We, we don't have, like, a, a flagpole. We don't have, like, one of those brackets that would hold a flag. And I, I don't feel like we need to um, go to that effort. I mean... Christian, for example, wouldn't even know how to use the appropriate equipment to put that apparatus into our brick to 
put the flag on our house. And I feel if he can't use the electrical power tools to attach the flag, it shouldn't even be a discussion. Christian, why do you want to why do you want to hang an Alabama football flag instead of a nice proper Canadian flag that just says the word sorry on it? <laughs> that was my joke. But here's my question. To be fair, it also has a picture of some syrup. <laughs> <laughs> and the queen. <laughs> There's a lot that fascinates me here, but I want to get to the, I want to I want to break out the meat of of this case, and then we can talk about every all of the various issues that surround it. Uh, where do you want to fly this flag? Do you have a flag in mind? How large is it? Answer those questions. Go. Uh, I'm envisioning, which until I started researching this show, I didn't know this is what it was called. But I'm envisioning a porch flag, which is kind of a little, um, you know, hangs on an angle off of the front of the house. Uh, I'm thinking either from around the front door. Uh, I think Corinne sent you a, a picture of our house. We don't really have a front porch. But we have a little kind of entranceway. Mm-hmm. So we either fly there or in the little kind of brick spacing between the two garage doors. Uh, I'm envisioning a full size flag, uh, but I'm, I, I agree that something too kind of splashy would be tacky. So I'm thinking <laughs> the kind of basic Alabama uh, crimson background with a white script A on it. And uh, and how do you respond to Corinne's accusations that you couldn't you couldn't hang a flag if your life depended on it? Well, it is true that she is the handy one in this relationship. Uh, as as her mother once said, "I'm the thinker and she's the doer," which it's kind of a backhanded mm-hmm. compliment. But uh, but I, I think you know, as long as I had, uh, how hard is it to work a, a drill? You just need a powerful enough drill to to get it into the brick. But we would have to borrow such equipment. We don't actually have a drill that good. Why? And you would have this flag up all the time? Yeah, I would think so. Um, you know, because I, I don't see why you would only fly it on game days. I think we would, we would unless it was inclement weather, uh, I would probably have I it I think you're there. lying. I think you're lying. You think I'm lying? No, no so, I think you're lying. Yeah, you don't want to have that flag up all the time. You're trying to stake out a negotiating position of, uh, of extremity so that I can get you to compromise down to just game day. No, that that's absolutely not true. In fact, I know how you I know how you Ontarians think. <laughs> I'm sorry. If there's one thing Canadians do is they stake out an extreme position first. <laughs> and then and then gradually come to the middle. Uh, uh no, uh it's not true. You don't want to have that flag out every day, do you, sir? In reality, <laughs> every day yeah I, you want that to be the distinguishing feature of your home well i don't think it would be the distinguishing feature i do think it would add some character to the home which i would like and it's kind of a, a right. personal <laughs> sort of thing you can add to the facade of your home otherwise it's, it's you know it's just a an empty facade corinne how do you how do you respond to your husband saying that your that your home is an empty <laughs> Ugly facade. Well, I, I will be honest that we do need to do some landscaping. Um, however, shrubs and flowers, um, we're next on our list for next year um, and uh, can certainly um, 
be executed probably easier than Christian learning how to use the appropriate drill um, for brick and uh, mortar, which will inevitably result in us needing to hire somebody appropriate to fix the brick. Now you've sent in you've sent in some evidence, which includes first of all, uh, and, and this is all available on the website at maximumfund.org. Of course, you sent in some evidence that first of all uh, it, it contains a link to this very specific. Crimson dyed script A banner flag that you are interested in purchasing, uh, Christian. It is uh, from um, a popular sporting goods website. If anyone wants to go uh, buy all of these flags so that they're out of stock just to make Christian crazy, <laughs> I encourage you to do it. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to order 1,000 of them right now. Oh, wow, I can, I can actually order a th- No, 100 is the maximum quantity that I can order. <laughs> This is an officially licensed collegiate product. Dimensions three by five, two, not one, but two brass grommets for hanging a team-colored cloth banner flag. Uh, and then you also have a picture of the home uh, that you have purchased. By the way, congratulations on the home, Corinne. Thank you very much. Um, and Christian, why uh, why Springfield, Illinois? Corinne? Um, it's just where life and employment has taken us. So you, so who, who's who's working uh, you guys work at a university. What do you do in your life, Corinne? Um, I'm an artist, and I currently work as a gallery manager. Um, Christian got transferred um, to Springfield, Illinois, so that's what brought us here. Christian, how did it make you feel as a as a Canadian who grew up in a family obsessed with the American South to have finally found your home in Sweet Home, Alabama? <laughs> To have made to have made a life for yourself, to have uh, to have left Canada uh, and and made a life for yourself in the American South, in that place where you can be a down home boy who says sorry all the time, <laughs> to have been transferred to the land of Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> in the interest of full disclosure, we lived in Washington D.C. between Alabama and here, but. Uh, that's where my job first put me. But I, I'm a. What great- is your job? Are you an histor- You are an historian. Yeah, my job is is difficult to explain. But I work for the Papers of Abraham Lincoln. It's a nonprofit. Sorry to buzz market. Um, and we're collecting everything written to or by Lincoln, and we're transcribing it and annotating it. We're going to publish it for free online. Oh, okay, cool. So you. And that's what you were that's what you were doing down in Alabama or that's where you're getting your graduate school in? Yeah, I got my, my master's right, and my PhD it. in Alabama it. and then I got hired at a grad school into this job. Have, all right. Okay. So now so you literally are you're working in the land of Lincoln and you're working uh, f- collecting the, the papers of Abraham Lincoln. Is that correct? Yes, I work in the Abraham Lincoln right. Presidential Library here in town. Oh, this seemed pretty sweet. That's yeah, pretty cool, yeah. Okay, so now you are in the land of Lincoln and you want to flag a big Alabama crimson tide flag and you've sent in a picture of your home and I'm just trying to picture how this house is going to be how this house is going to be benefit from a big sports flag and I don't think it will how about that (laughs) I don't see this being a beautification project I I don't know I I I obviously Corinne and I disagree on this and obviously I disagree with the judge on this I I've I've seen houses there are houses in our neighborhood that are flying, you know, sports banners. What are they flying? 
Oh, they are. What sports banners are most commonly flown around here? You see, you see a little bit of Illinois University of Illinois stuff. You also see Cubs and and the Cardinals really own this town. Mm-hmm. Perrin, would you be open to flying this flag on particular game days or not at all? I I would definitely prefer not at all. Um, as I've mentioned, um, I'm certainly supportive of the team. Um, I'm happy to drive around my car with my Alabama logo. Um, we get roll tides everywhere we go. Um, the family dresses up in our Alabama gear on game day. Um, and I, I think that's enough. Um, you come into our house, we've got our little big owl, uh, statue. Um, we're, we're, you know, we've got our little setup, but this is our first. Now see with, with respect to your hobby and your love of the sports. <laughs> I don't see how you could have all of those things and then claim the addition of a flag is what pushes you over the edge into tacky. Well, I, I would have called tacky a lot earlier. <laughs> no offense. I agree. But I mean, no. you know, I, I, I just don't see I don't see this as being as as being the bridge too far that you're making it out to be. Well, um, I, I can see how you would say that. And unfortunately, I probably should have maybe submitted a little bit more evidence before stating my case. But um do you think I would have been swayed if you showed me more of your Alabama collectibles? <laughs> <laughs> Probably you might have, because the logo I'm speaking of my on the car is is very understated, shall I say. Uh-huh. Um, is it a permanent fixture on your car? No, it, it's removable. It's, you know, it's but one of those you, little do you re, do you have, Do you remove it? No, I don't. Or do you just... No, and so you you're riding. I don't. I I I'm afraid. I you have no you have no leg to stand on. Well, I guess not. However, my my point is, um, you understand. You understand that you that you ha, that you uh, uh, set up a precedent of decorating permanent fixtures of your life with the logo of your sports ball team, <laughs> and your husband is just now taking it. The 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 extra step. Well, I, I mean, I can agree with you. However, we've been married for six and a half years and mm-hmm. we have been together much longer than that. And we have mm-hmm. been, you know, living in apartments, basement apartments, small apartments together, you know, in college apartments. And when we were not college students and we finally, are living in our first home in a lovely family-oriented subdivision. And we don't, you know, our sports paraphernalia is not in our living room anymore. It is in our den. It is, you know, in my son's room. And the car is parked in the garage. And so, you know, now the house is, no, you know, is not an advertisement to our sports team. And on a Saturday... You've done a good job disguising your lifestyle and making yourselves appear to be normal humans. Correct. I mean, who is who is actually normal? I mean, that's, you know, this is... I mean, in reality, come is on this, now. Is this the crux of your argument? We all have varying degrees... I mean, you know, I mean, I'm an artist. In reality, how many artists are actually sitting there watching, you know, football on a Saturday? I'm probably one of the few. However, you know, we all have elements and, you know, create, you know, every part of us, you know, parts of us make up who we are. However, 
I still don't want a flag, a huge, ginormous flag on the front of my house. I just, I don't want it's, it. It's not going to be huge and ginormous. Where did that come from? <laughs> Three foot by five foot yeah. cloth flag, according it's to the size of a flag. Thank you yeah, very much, size. Your Honor. I could go small. Flag size flag. Does the content of the flag matter? I mean, if it were any, any other kind of flag, if it were a Canadian flag, if it were... Uh, an Ontario Canadian football stars flag. It doesn't matter that it's an Alabama. What's the uh, What's the Ontario Canadian football team called? The Toronto Argonauts. The, the players, the football players. The Argonauts. The Toronto Argonauts. I their, yes. I want to see their logo. Hang on a second. Toronto Argonauts. The good old. Golden fleeces. <laughs> oh, it's a blue A. And there they are. Like, hmm. They're the one, the, accordingly, they're the 100th Grey Cup champions. Whatever that means. All right. Uh, all right. Well, but they've got, they've got, uh, they, they, I guess they finished their season. They're eight and 10, third in the East Division. They've uh, they won against the uh, the Tiger Cats. Who are they? <laughs> They're also from Ontario. They're from Hamilton, which is south of Hamilton, Toronto. The Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yes. <laughs> they lost, unfortunately, on November second <laughs> to the Alouettes. The Montreal Alouettes. Isn't that great? It's their Canadian football team. There's a song. Alouette, Jante Alouette. <laughs> Fantastic. And then they and then they won, but then they did win against the Ottawa Red Blacks. That's the name of the team. They just smashed two colors together, Red Blacks. Oh, man. I want to become a Canadian football fan so badly now. You could I don't root know for what. legendary Toronto Argonauts like Condridge Holloway <laughs> and oh. Danny Nickelook. <laughs> Danny Nick? You kidding me? That guy's my hero. The Argonauts literally have a logo, with, <laughs> which is a football made out like a Grecian oar ship. And so the, their oar is coming out of the football and a sail on top of it. Oh, Argonauts. I love you. Toronto Argonauts Football Club. <laughs> Why don't you have their flag? If you had their flag up, would you feel better, Corinne? Um, n- no. <laughs> but. All right. Um, no. Then. All right. Well, I'm. I think I already know what my decision is going to be, but let's continue to talk for a while. <laughs> there is, as we have established, there is Canadian football. Which is different from American football. It's 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 played very similarly, except it's what the 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 gridiron is ten yards wider and ten yards longer, right? And it's what else? It's bilingual, obviously. <laughs> Everyone. It right? rewards mobile quarterbacks, I believe. Yes, there are three downs instead of four. Oh, okay. And what is that? And how does that do? I don't. Please understand. I don't know how football goes. That's how many tries you get to uh, to to make ten yards, which gets you a, a first down. So let's you do oh, have okay. another set of downs to get towards the end zone. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. So why 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 uh, American football and not your native football, sir? Well, two reasons. One, at, at the risk of being shamed by all my Canadian friends, Canadian football is terrible. But two, <laughs> explain to me, someone who doesn't care about any sports games, why a Canadian football is terrible compared to, to American football. Well, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the of the Canadian the, the goofy rules. Like we said, we we tend to get the the players that 
that can't make it into American football. But okay. But I'd also like to stipulate that this uh, we, we don't watch the NFL. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a smaller. Uh, it, it's not the athletes who play it aren't as good. Yeah. Yes, but this is also true of college right. football, which is what we are fans of. But that's that's kind mm-hmm. of the key. I mean, I'm I'm I've always wanted to be an academic. I went to an American university. I really didn't know anything about college football or college sports at all when I got there. Krim was actually a fan of college sports before I went to school there. I I wasn't, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what drew me in. I'm I, I it was going to Alabama, becoming a part of that community. I started going to the games, and it just became kind of a fun aspect. Mm-hmm. Of, of my time there. And, and what was the most appealing part of college football, how it's essentially a professional league for which the players are not ever paid? <laughs> well, or is it or is it the fact that they that they get a college degree, uh, regardless of never going to class, which is your favorite part about college football? Oh, can I say I one of the things that I like and you can tell me if you like this is how they get paid essentially with a scholarship. But then if they get hurt, they just get kicked to the curb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also they they don't have a career thereafter because they've been hurt. That's a fun part too. Is that your favorite part? <laughs> well, I obviously agree with all of that. Uh and <laughs> and I understand the football has its has its problems. Uh the only the only defense I could offer for that is I was a fan of lots of college sports in Alabama, not just football. Oh, okay. But Alabama happens to be best at football and we have this long tradition of being good at football and it was a very it was it was just a fun thing to do and on Saturdays you know it, it was the thing to do it just takes over the right. whole campus and I made most of my it is, best friends it is the whole culture football and so yeah I loved it and by the and by the way people who love college football and defend college football send in your emails talk about how angry you are at, at the things that I said <laughs> and the things that Jesse said I get it I understand look when you love sports as much as you do you have to learn to develop a very thin skin. I understand. You go ahead and be offended. I'm sure that it must have been very exciting for a young Canadian man to go into the heart of the American South and experience college football fever at its, at its most feverish, which I think is pretty much what the Crimson Tide is all about. It's overwhelming, isn't it? Isn't it overwhelming? Oh, absolutely. And we weren't, we weren't even any good when I was there. Uh, but you just get drawn matter. into this culture. And, and I kind of have this attitude where, you know, I, I, I try not to take myself too seriously. So if, if, if ever, you know, if everyone's doing this thing and they're all having fun, cause a lot of, a lot of grad students won't get into it cause they'll see it as kind of beneath them. And I mean, if everyone's doing it, it's a lot of fun and, uh, you know, it's, it's really the thing to do on that campus. Uh, you know, right. I, I decide to get into it and kind of, and it, and I, I don't regret it. It's been lots of fun. And I got, you know, Corinne got, she was only there for a little while and it, and it worked on her too. It's, it's hard to resist. We get it. I, I went to UC Santa Cruz and I got sucked into the exciting world of Frawl for Frisbee golf. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the, what's the mascot of UC Santa Cruz? The, uh, the, the dreadlock. Slug. No, the yes. banana slug. <laughs> Go fighting dreads. Go fighting slugs. The lost and found hacky sack sack. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. But I think you really put your finger on it, Christian. Is it the the, the thing the thing about enjoying uh, the Crimson Tide in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, is that you are fully engaging in a in a uh, a, a fully immersive culture of sports fandom. That makes sense within a particular context, Alabama. Now you are in a different state. 
Not everyone is doing this. This is just you alone on your street flying a flag <laughs> in front of your grown-up house. <laughs> where all, as your wife points out, all of your other sports par- paraphernalia have already been exiled <laughs> to the den and to the, your child's room where your playground, professional playground sports belong. <laughs> so, make the case to your wife and to an obviously prejudiced judge <laughs> as to why this particular expression of your enjoyment is the, is so important to you. Well, it, it all ties into, again, V saying it's a lot of fun. There's You, you see Alabama fans everywhere. Oh, you know what, Christian? 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 I have to stop you right there because you have really put your finger on what drives me crazy about sports. Someone who loves sports will say, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> instead of making the, uh, instead of acknowledging that what they really mean is, it's a lot of fun for me. <laughs> the sports fan thinks that what they, that their culture is a lot of fun for everyone. And if you're not, if you don't find it fun, there's something wrong with you. So what is wrong with you, John? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how football goes. <laughs> I bet you I'd enjoy it a lot if I understood the rules, but I've tried so many times to learn and I can't leave that along. That's my own that's my own problem. Maybe I had brain damage at some point. But what I'm saying is I would urge you, Christian, if you want to get me on your side, and it's not impossible, I would urge you to start thinking in the context of not what is fun, period, but what is fun for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do, and I think what I was trying to get at is I understand that there's something very irrational about fandom. <laughs> That's what I meant by fun. It's it's a it's a real pure pleasure thing. There's no real utility to it. I understand that. But right. um but I do one of the things that I really uh liked about going to Alabama that I like since I've graduated is there is this kind of extended community of Alabama fans and we run into them everywhere. Mm-hmm. And right. it's why it's it's part of the reason why we wear Alabama clothes on game days. I mean, on the one hand, Corinne's saying we relegate this stuff to the to the den, but you know, there's a farmers market here every Saturday morning, and we wear our Alabama shirts to that farmers market because it's game day. And occasionally, people will come up to us who are Alabama fans, and they'll say "Roll Tide," and we'll talk about when we were there. And you know, that that's kind of cool for me. So, uh, you know, I so it's a connection to community. Putting a flag outside your house will mean if if there's some lonely. <laughs> Alabama fan who's who's a hobo who just got who just got off the train and is looking and is looking for a a a, a, pie, a piece of pie or to do a little work he'll see that Alabama flag and he knows that he can get a good a good a hot meal there. <laughs> I'm talking about hobos who travel the rails, right? I'm not talking about ho- homeless people everybody. I'm talking about the night hobos of the Great Depression. It's a signal. It's a signal to your community that you live there. <laughs> Well, no, I you think I'm making fun of you, but I'm not. I understand what you're saying. It's fun to it's fun to wear. A, it's fun to be part of a team. Precisely. And even though even though you guys don't belong to a team because you don't play the sports, but you you buy things that makes you part of a team. That's the pleasure. That's the pleasure of being a, a geek of any kind. You 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 wear your flag whether that is an Alabama flag outside your house or a Tom Baker Doctor Who scarf around your neck, and you find your people. 
Well, the the thing I would add though is I also went to school there, so it, it's it's also I, I you know kind of membership in a club too. That if I were to uh, you know, I never knew Tom Baker, but I, I did go to Alabama. So having that flag out there shows also my loyalty to the school that I graduated from. And that means a lot to me since my whole career is based around, in large part, my kind of academic background. So it's, it's part of who mm-hmm. I am. See, I think this is sometimes the delusion of the sports fan, if I may say, <laughs> because here you are, you're like, well, I don't even know Tom Baker. So it's my my waving of uh, Alabama sports flag is a sign of my loyalty to my alma mater, whereas you wearing your Tom Baker scarf is just a dumb geek delusion. Here's the thing. My eyes are open. I know. First of all, I don't have a Tom Baker scarf, but if I did and I wore it, I would know I would know that Tom Baker doesn't care about me. <laughs> I'm not in the delusion that Tom Baker and I are friends. Just as I would, I would urge you to not be under the delusion that the University of Alabama and its sports players care about you as much as you care about them. No, I'm under no such delusion, and 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 if I had a Tom Baker scarf, I'd wear it too. But uh, you but, don't uh, even know who Tom Baker is, sir. Yes, I do. I'm so why I why don't you wait? Why don't you try to get over whatever trauma in your life caused you to not like Doctor Who? <laughs> oh. I don't know what nerds beat you up when you were a kid, but get over it already and enjoy something that's fun that everyone likes. <laughs> But see, that's why I made the point about irrational fans. I'm so sorry, I made a joke about your hobby. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you learn to take a take a joke, Jock? <laughs> oh, John. What have Judge I done now, Corin? Trust me, Jock. What happened? Jock is not how you mu- you need to describe Christian. <laughs> no, he cannot use tools, and sports is not something he can play. <laughs> yeah, I. I uh, it sound, sounds like your wife wishes you could hang an Alabama flag <laughs> on your house. <laughs> so let's start over and just let's just try to let's try to take this out of the out of the empirical and and keep it in the personal, which is, may I, I am a Canadian man who is fascinated with the culture of the American South and had spent a particularly important period of time in my life immersed in in that culture and in that world and in my study of that world as a historian. And I came to think of Tuscaloosa and the University of Alabama as my home. I got excited in ways that I didn't appreciate I ever would be about American football and Alabama football specifically. And now that I am exiled in the land of Lincoln and missing my connection to my people, I would like to express myself by waving this flag every day, which is a lie, but I will be willing to settle for game day. If you only you would uh, only rule in my favor, judge, because this is important to me personally. That sound about right? That is accurate with everything but the exile part. Uh, oh, all right. I apologize. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to convince myself to do something that goes against my very nature, which is to allow you to fly a sportsing flag. You're not exiled? No, I mean that's the thing. I went there for school. I mean, I don't I don't think I would object to moving back, but you know, the the idea is kind of I'm I'm 
to 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 use a horrible uh, horrible metaphor, I'm kind of you know planting the flag somewhere else because I graduated and I moved and I got a job and you know that's what you want after you go to All grad right. school. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't really feel like Alabama. I don't. I, I, we've moved to so many different places. I don't really know if I really even consider anywhere home now. But you know, it, it's it's different than than just saying, "Oh, I wish I was there," so I'm going to fly this flag. It's more like saying, "I went there. I'm proud. I went there, and now I'm here." All right, but you know, it, it's interesting because most people identify with the sports teams from their home. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you are admittedly homeless. You are you are itinerant Canadians. I don't mean to. Be, I'm, perhaps I'm belaboring this point needlessly, but it feels a little bit rando <laughs> for you to, to for you guys to become such avid Crimson Tide fans. But maybe I just don't understand. I certainly did until I went there. I so I I I, I can't explain it. Corinne, are you concerned that if I allow him to fly this flag, that this is just the beginning of? repainting your house red and <laughs> and 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 putting out little little sh- various shrines little little uh uh football creches in your yard or what um a little bit i mean i'm i'm not sure i just for me this came out of the blue um you know we were both really excited to get our first home together and um christian was very excited about um, the aesthetics of the place. It was, it was really interesting home shopping with him in that he was aesthetics was, was something that was very important to him. And then to all of a sudden we buy this home. And the first thing he talks about is he can't wait to get a flag out there. And really, this is, you know, where this comes from. I totally. Why is the idea of a flag, whether it is an Alabama crimson tide flag or any kind of flag so offensive to you? Because um, I've been in a, I've been in a lot of suburban subdivisions all over this country, and there are a whole bunch of flags of people. I mean, Christian was telling talking about how you have neighbors who who fly Cubs flags. There are all kinds of seasonal flags that people fly. Why 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 do you hate flags so much? Is it just because you're Canadian? <laughs> I, well, um, I am I am anti flag on the homestead. I'm I'm going to be very honest. Um, Please explain to me why. <laughs> well, I I mean I am an artist. Um, and I am a, what kind of art, what you, you seem intent on bringing that up. So I'm going to ask Well, I mean, you. obviously be, I, I bring it up because obviously aesthetics therefore, and, and I visuals mm-hmm. are important to me. Um, and I'm a bit of a minimalist when it comes to my style and art. And right. therefore I think that a flag is going to be too much. And, um, you know, I mean, again, like why an Alabama flag? I mean, you've brought it up many times. We're Canadians. So he wants an Alabama flag and people are going to go, but you're Canadian. Why, you know, why not a Canadian flag? And then. So it's not just an aesthetic principle. It's also it's also you you care about what the neighbors think. I, I do care a little bit about what the neighbors think. And then he's mm-hmm. you know, he talks a little bit about community. But at the same time, you know, I was at the store the other day and it was a game day and um my son had on um i i ran into somebody wearing alabama gear and i gave a roll tide and she was like oh yeah this isn't alabama territory you know like some people wear alabama clothing because they happen to be number one and so 
you know, they just think that's cool. And so, you know, it's, it's just, if we were in Alabama, this might be a different discussion, but we're not. Do you feel that there is a reason to believe that your home would be targeted by <laughs> pranksters? No, no, I definitely do not. Um, and while I agree in the neighborhood, there are some people that are flying flags in our immediate neighborhood. Um, we live on a bit of a, like kind of an alleyway the, our neighbors are not. And I don't mm-hmm. believe our neighbors would be super excited about it. You know, that's minus, not true. Minus one gentleman who is, um, he would be what? the exception. Oh. However, Who's the excited he's pretty gentleman? excited about everything. So um, Wait, however, you just have I mean, a, a, he's a, he's, he's the minority. I think everybody else has beautiful landscaping in our area. You can take a fairly decent walk around our area and nobody has flags. You have to walk much further to, to see everyone with the flags. So Christian, who's the excitable neighbor who's excited <laughs> about any, any flag or any idea? No, this is our actual neighbor who has friends in Alabama who are University of Alabama fans. And when we told him about, uh, about this case, he was firmly in favor of me putting does up he, a flag. Does he, does he fly flags of any kind? He does not have a flag in front of his house, but... Uh, so he's trying to get you to he's trying to get you to ruin the aesthetics of your property on his behalf. Correct. Correct. And I would like to point out on the community front, they started this discussion about Alabama and their connection there without the need to have a flag on the front of either of their homes. So they developed right. well, this sense of community without the need of a flag. That's just because your husband painted a big thing on his face. <laughs> Well, it was spurred on by uh, his Alabama hat, which seems to be enough. Right. Okay, I gotta, I gotta ask a few very specific questions. Um, are, do you is this a uh, a gated community of any kind, or do you have a, a, a owner, a homeowners association that regulates the kinds of uh, decorations you can make and alterations you can make to the exterior of your home? We do have. A, are there rules? We have a homeowners association. I do not uh, know the full extent of the rules. If I were you and I were in your position, Corinne, I would immediately petition for an amendment to the <laughs> HOA to prohibit the flying of any flags. That will be next on my list. All right. That, that would have been something that could, that could have shut this whole thing down very quickly. <laughs> what kind of artist are you, Corinne? Um, I, I went to school for sculpture and installation, and now I mostly do drawing and painting. All right. Since uh, your husband does not understand why flags are tacky, <laughs> and maybe doesn't understand the concept of tacky at all, <laughs> can you explain to him and to our audience why having a flag is tacky? Um, in your in your opinion, I'm not saying I agree with you, but I think I think your husband doesn't understand what you're talking about. Well, I just think. Um... I think particularly... No, no, no. Say to him, okay. say, husband, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but... I'm, I'm sorry. You don't understand. I'm sorry, Christian, but you don't understand that a house, and in particular when it comes to flying a university sports flag on the front of a house, is tacky. Because... The house should be um, a place that is welcoming to everyone and should not be set up um, 
in a sense of creating rivalry with other <laughs> sports people around and you do not want a realtor coming around and going, you best take that one down before I attempt to sell your home. And now Christian, you respond with your counter argument, which is just yelling. Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll tide. Okay. I think I've heard everything I need to, in order to come to my decision. I am going to uh, go into my chambers and think this over while listening to the various fight songs of various football teams, and I'll be back in a moment to render my decision. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. Christian, how do you feel about your chances in this case? Well, I knew this was going to be a tough fight going in. I know how the judge feels about sports, and, and I know the the precedents about making someone do something they don't want to do. But um, So I'm I'm not super confident, but... Uh, I feel like I, I argued as, as best I could. What if you had come up with some other cool flags to fly <laughs> on non-game days? I mean, there's only, what, 12 game days a year, 13 if there's a bowl, right? 12, 12 games in the college football season? Uh, 11? Yeah, yeah, about that. So, uh, I mean, you know, you could have come up with a bunch of different other cool flags. <laughs> but see, then he would have pulled out um, – basketball and baseball and potentially gymnastics and softball and you could have got yourself a cardinals flag <laughs> yeah i haven't quite bought into the whole cardinals fandom i'm still a blue jays fan having having come from toronto well the blue jays being the home of the great r.a dickey i can understand where you're coming from <laughs> that's right shout out to knuckleballs <laughs> Corinne, how are you feeling about your chances? I'm actually a little bit more nervous than I thought I would be. Um, I, I thought I'd come further ahead than I want. I, I'm really not looking forward to a compromise. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I got to tell, tell you guys a secret, which is our intern, Julian, who's also running the boards on this week's program, as soon as the words Crimson Tide were uttered, in the course of this recording, he just started vibrating with excitement. <laughs> He's been sitting outside the window, like bouncing up and down, getting excited anytime someone says roll tide for the last 40 minutes or however long this episode has been. So, uh, Christian, you do have one ally. <laughs> well, see, and that's what I was talking about, right? No matter where you are in, you know, in this country, you're going to find Alabama fans and they're, they're, they're excited about it. It's well, good hey stuff. Now, I mean, I, I, I can give a good roll tide any day, and I have been praised up and down by many of our friends for being a super supportive roll tide kind of girl. <laughs> this has nothing to do with my allegiance to the team whatsoever. Many a stories have been told about my my roll tide and my supportiveness of this team this has to do with the house and the aesthetic and the fact i do not want a tacky flag hanging on the front of my house well we'll see what judge john hodgman has to say about all of this when we come back in just a second hook em horns <laughs> hello i'm your judge john hodgman the judge john hodgman podcast is brought to you every week by you, our members, of course, thank you so much for your support of this podcast and all of your favorite podcasts at MaximumFun.org. And they are all your favorites. If you want to join the many member supporters of this podcast and this network, boy, oh boy, that would be fantastic. Just go to MaximumFun.org 
join. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Aura. A-U-R-A. It's a simple but meaningful gift that you can give your mom or your dad or your step-grandparent or your uncle or your friend or anyone that you want to keep connected in your life who might not live near you. It's a digital picture frame from Aura. It's perfect for sharing pics of all the things that those friends can't be there for, from family vacations to grandkids' graduation to whatever. I have one of these, and I got one for my dad, and I got one for my mother-in-law, and it's amazing. We look at the photos all day long, and we're able to easily update their Aura frames so they see all the latest pictures from our lives as well. It comes with unlimited storage, simple controls on the frame. You can upload as many photos as you want and your mom or your dad or your stepdad or your stepmom or your friend or whatever can pick the perfect one. And it takes only about two minutes to set up, seriously. See why it was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, uh, The Strategist and Wired Magazine. Right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code Hodgman. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code Hodgman. Terms and conditions apply. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Babbel. Okay, it's 2024, 2020-24. Oh, if hindsight were 2020... I, I don't know what I would have done differently. All I know is that I'm taking every day in this year and trying to get better a little bit every day. That's what you do. That's the way progress is made, step by step, day by day, bird by bird. And that's the way it is when you're learning anything, especially a new language with Babbel. And if Babbel can help you start speaking language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in the rest of this whole year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars to private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts, real human beings, to help you start speaking a new language in as little as one, two, three weeks. Studies from Michigan State University, Yale University, and others continue to prove that Babbel is better. And that's not just the Yale football team putting their thumb on the scale because they love learning Indonesian from Babbel. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Take that, Yale, I guess. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but this is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash Hodgman. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the courtroom. This has been a very difficult case for me to decide because... Um, you know, uh, I've had to wrestle with a deep uh, prejudice against the whole topic <laughs> and really, uh, really sort of investigate my own feelings about sports and fandom and feelings of personal connection to a thing and how you express your personal connection to a thing. I've thought about whether or not to order Christian to fly the flag, but also fly a great big blue TARDIS flag or or something else. You know, to balance it out, or to imagine how how it would feel if uh, if his if 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 his wife wanted to fly a, a huge, I don't know. Is there something, Corinne, that you're a particularly big fan of that's not sports? You said you're you said you're into installation art. Who's your favorite installation artist? I would say Chris. So, um, yeah, Smithson like how would you how would you feel second. how would you feel 
How would you feel, Christian, if uh, if uh, if Corinne wanted to wrap your house? <laughs> I would think that was tacky. <laughs> Roll, Krista. <laughs> I was going to say, or I could turn our house and our lawn into a big spiral jetty. I mean, you know, I, I can take this to the, you know, to the max if he wants us to. That's not a problem. Yeah, I don't know if I want, I don't know if I want to instigate a war of escalation here. Uh, and it's very hard because I think Christian's passion is clear, but Christian also has an opportunity to express his passion in many, many ways. Wearing a hat, painting his face, <laughs> painting his chest, <laughs> yelling roll tide at random cars until he finds, uh, ran- yelling roll tide at random people at the farmer's market. <laughs> Until he finds his people wearing his personal, I mean, you know, I think adorning yourself is, and speaking for yourself is one thing, but adorning your home permanently is, uh, is, 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 I, you know, you are, you are speaking now for a, for a household. And I think you need to have full compliance of the entire household to, so, to so signify, uh, that home as, uh, as a, as a part of Alabama territory. Um, so then the question becomes, so there's no way I'm going to let you fly that, put a permanent Alabama flag outside your house. Thank you. And, and, and Christian, I, I still think you're lying. Cause if you don't know, <laughs> if you, I mean, you know, like you, you are, a, you are a true die hard Alabama fan, but you're still a Canadian, right? <laughs> if you don't, if you don't understand why that kind of flamboyance is distasteful, <laughs> then I, then you're then you're lying about something. Maybe you're not from Ontario after all. <laughs> I've thought about whether or not to order you to fly a, 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 a Ontario or a Toronto Argonauts flag to go with your Alabama flag, only because I love this logo. I think it's the old. Now that I've looked at it, I've really spent most of this time just observing this logo. <laughs> It's the because there's a there's a new there's a new Argonauts logo clearly which is just a uh, it's another A right it's perfect right it's a blue it A not a red A right but the old Argonauts logo I I really did not do it justice when I was explaining it before this is a football that has been fashioned into a Bronze Age galley like the Argo right the ship that Jason and the Argonauts sh- sailed in correct it's a football it's a football with a sail and it's got long oars coming out. Of where of where the seams are on the football, and the thing that I didn't notice until I stopped talking about it last time is at the top of the mast of the football boat, there is a big banner, and the big banner is the most Canadian football motto I could possibly imagine. It says, "Pull together." You, you, you a gentleman who 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 is obsessed with the history of of American. Of American divisiveness, uh, the Civil War and belligerence, brother against brother. The Canadian, the Canadian, Canadian football team is pulled together. <laughs> I, and I and I am urging you guys to pull together, pull together. Uh, Christian, I I I want you to be happy, and I want you to enjoy your sports ball so much. Um, and, and if I, if I sensed that Corinne truly was open to even an inch of compromise, 
uh, I would be I would be inclined to rule in favor of compromise. Every cell in my body wants me to tell you, go enjoy your own thing and don't force this on your house. But because I'm so anti-sports, <laughs> I have to I have to adjust my position in order to give you a fair hearing and to give you a fair ruling. My ruling is you may fly a flag on game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is pro this is this is probably what you wanted all along, you conniving Canadian <laughs> negotiator. This flag cannot be larger than three foot by five oh, foot. No. Which is the flag that you want. It's got two brass grommets oh. on it. You have to hire someone to professionally oh. install. <laughs> Hooks so that you can hang this flag for the period of time that you are that that the game is being played, <laughs> so that a passing Crimson Tide fan might know that you will give them a piece of pie. <laughs> you must also display a Toronto Argonauts flag. <laughs> Simultaneously to honor your heritage. <laughs> and I want you to do that the next time. We're, ba- we're out of football season now, right? No. We're done? No, we're still in? No, we're nearing the how end. Many games, how many games are left? Uh, Alabama has one regular season game this, uh, this upcoming weekend and then the playoffs. All right. You have to get a Canadian football flag. You have to get someone to professionally show you how to how to hang this thing. <laughs> you need to hang them side by side together. And you need to and you need to you need to stand outside with your wife on this and this all has to happen before the game. Right? And then when the game starts you have to stand outside with your wife and I want you to really look at your house. And I want you to really look at your wife. <laughs> And see the look on her face (laughs) and see how bad your house looks (laughs) and see how your grown up house looks like, like a frat house, look at a ridiculous frat house. And I want your son to come out there too and look at this thing. And I want him to see his mother crying. (laughs) I want you, I want you to really, really think if this is how you want to live your life. I know you have a right to live your life this way. And I know, and I won't deny you. At least for the hour, how, how long does the football game last? Three days? <laughs> About, yeah. For the time that it's being played, you may fly, you may fl- let, your, let your non-freak flag fly. <laughs> you can let your conformity flag fly. That's what I call sports flags. Uh, and you and and enjoy it, but I wonder if you really will be able to, or maybe, or maybe when this, maybe when you get this out of your system, uh, you will uh, you will understand that that uh, there are other ways to find your people in the world that do not involve defacing your house. <laughs> 
this was a hard this was a hard one you guys <laughs> i don't i think that i think the the thing that is critical and is non-negotiable is that the means of hanging this flag and also your your old-fashioned Toronto Argonauts flag. You have to find. You can't get a new one. You have to get the one that has the the, the football and the ship and the pull together. And I want you. You have to have them both. You understand? They have to be the same size and they have to be displayed with equal prominence, so that everyone in their neighborhood understands what you guys are all about. <laughs> It all has to happen. You can't hang that Alabama flag till you have both, and you have a method of hanging them that does not deface or permanently scar your home because this is an investment. This isn't your college. This isn't your graduate school apartment with the zip line for the poutine in it anymore. You are going to own this for the rest of your life, and I want you to feel that ownership uh, when you when you look at it. And all of this has to happen. Uh, before the game, and you can fly it for this game and this game only, and then there, and then unless what they're going to go, can, is there is there a playoff or some kind of World Series of <laughs> Alabama football that they could go to, or is this the final game and that's it? Uh, no, there's a there's a playoff this year. Are they going to go to it? Uh, it looks likely. Yes, we're the number one team in the country right now. <laughs> Bet you're happy. <laughs> But you're happy about your spies. <laughs> All right, then you're going to have to watch your wife cry even more. Think about whether it's worth it. I think she already is. <laughs> well, at least you, know, you have to find the Argos flag first. Yeah, there's, yeah and you can't help him either. Oh, well, the, I got bad I news. Internet exists now. Yep. What's that? I said, I got bad news. The internet exists oh. now. You know, pretty no, much I've, type in Argos flag. Yeah. No, I've been looking for it, and I can't find one. I might get one for my house. Oh, thank I might you, get Runner. a t-shirt. Did you know that John Candy yeah. and Wayne Gretzky used to be co-owners of the Argos? Isn't that the most Canadian thing you've ever heard? I, lo- I love it. <laughs> and you know what? Now that I've said it, you also have to add a Hartford Whalers flag. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll hold the line there. But I want you to go and look at that Hartford Whalers logo so you understand what a real good sports logo looks like. Oh, I know. I don't even want to say this is the sound of the gavel. I don't want to make this ruling. I, I think it's the fair one. I think you got to get this out of your system. I think, I, I think you got to see what, what your grown-up house looks like and, and how your wife feels about it. And then, you know, then, then, then maybe you'll understand you got to pull together. It's not, not brother against brother. Pull together. <sighs> this is the sound of a gavel. <laughs> Judge John Hodgman rules, that is all. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. How you feeling, Corinne? I, I, I'm feeling better. I mean, I feel like He'll understand later. I feel like he witnessed a little bit of my tears in the room here that he he might already know. Christian, how about you? Uh, yeah, her reaction to the to the ruling was 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 a little harrowing. So <laughs> I don't know if I'll if I'll go the effort or not. But I do really kind of want to put a especially now an Argos flag out there just to see what it looks like. 
We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes for you two. Thank you very much for joining us on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Full tide. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. Bula, 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 bula. Bula Bula. You remember that song, Jesse? That's the that's the fight song of Yale's literary theory department. <laughs> um Judge Hodgman, you know, our our senior producer here at MaximumFun.org, Colin Anderson, is a Briton, and a couple of years ago he lived in the United States for one year. His wife was on a fellowship, and they lived in Berkeley, California. And he learned the rules of American football and learned to root for the Oakland Raiders. It was an unfortunate choice. He had the choice between the Raiders and the 49ers. He, he unfortunately went the wrong direction with that one. Yeah. Um, but it is possible as a grown adult uh, to learn the rules of a new sport. And in fact, in Colin's case, uh, he was not a sports fan uh, previously. But he took it up because he had been offered a clean slate by the fact that he was in a new country with new sports. And uh, he really enjoys football now. I think you should come over to my house sometime. Or maybe you and me can go over to our friend Al Madrigal's house, who's a huge uh, 49ers fan. We'll watch a 49ers game and we'll patiently explain the rules until you can follow the game. I know that, you know, uh, many, many people, including some very beautiful women, have tried to explain football to me and why. Uh, how it goes and why it is uh, why it is fun, and I bet you I could probably get around to liking it. the The reality is, and if I may just be, you know, blunt here, I, I you know, uh, I, I like all sports. People should enjoy what they like. Um, I've been to some Super Bowl parties, and it's fun. You know, football is one where it's just you know the the damage that it does to the players is so dramatic, and I appreciate that. That's kind of the warrior. Uh, appeal of it but it's just it just doesn't have a hold doesn't have a purchase on me and i know lots of you know john oliver uh who who you know loves football football came to this country and fell in love with american football and really loves it and appreciates it 
And I just feel like it's one of those things where, you know, other people are seeing a kind of deep math or, or geometry that I don't, that I just don't see. They're seeing a thing that I don't see. So that's how I feel about it. Well, that's how I feel about Doctor Who. And you know what? That's fine. We're great. It's really, really though, I don't understand why you don't like Doctor Who. I mean, it's just really, it's on a basic level, it's about everything. No, it's not true. I kind of, I'm, I'm cool with Doctor Who. The one I don't really get is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I watch that. I don't, I don't understand it at all. I was out on the road with David Reese, and uh, was hitting, hitting the, hitting the treadmill hard like some kind of caged mammal in the, uh, in the fitness center of the Hanover Inn in Hanover, New Hampshire. We performed in the Lebanon Opera House. It was a great show. And on TV was an episode of Buffy. And it was the one hush that has almost no dialogue because everyone's voices are taken away. And I thought, this is great television. And you know what? I was right. I got to get into that thing. I've never watched it. I mean, I watched it, but I never watched it. You know what I mean? Sure. There's too, there are too many things that are really good. We can't like all of them. So if you love football and you think, and, and if you particularly love college football and you think I've said a lot of unfair things, just know all of culture agrees with you. It doesn't matter if I don't. <laughs> uh, this week's episode was named by Lisa Minogue White. Thank you so much, Lisa. If you want to name an upcoming episode of Judge John Hodgman, be sure to like Judge John Hodgman on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. John is at Hodgman. I am at Jesse Thorne. Julian Burrell was on the boards for this week's program. Hey, Julian, c- come in here for a second. Come, come in here. Julian's coming in. He's outside the studio here. Julian, there's one thing that I would like you to say. It's thematically, it's thematically appropriate for this week's program. It's something that uh, uh, Alabama fans like yourself like to say ad nauseum. Let's hear it one time. Roll Tide. There you go. Julian Burrell. Our show is produced by Julia Smith. It's edited by Mark McConville. If that was you- a pretty. That was a pretty sort of like obligatory roll tide there was not a lot of enthusiasm there it was like <sighs> roll tide <laughs> Julian wasn't wearing his headphones so he didn't hear any of that now he's wondering why I'm laughing at him is he a sullen teenager fan of crimson tide no Julian is a <sighs> genial is a ge- Ju- Julian is a genial 20 something jeez dad roll tide <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Julian. Uh, Julian's, no, Julian checked perfect. in to ask us whether his roll tide really sucked. Um, no, it was a perfectly good roll tide. Okay, look, if you have a case for Judge John Hodgman, go to MaximumFun.org slash JJ Ho. Submit it. No case too big or too small. We reviews them all. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Roll Tide! MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.